Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the autopsy of that one German lady with the pager, your most favorite lost watch slash rewatch podcast, where every single week we go to Berlin, we go to <laughs> prison, we go to the barracks and steal babies and have a jolly old time and find out what's going on in Lost. I'm Daniel. And I'm Eric. And here we are, Eric. We have 10 episodes remaining of Lost Season 4. In terms of episodes remaining, we're at the point where we would be at if we had just watched The Man from Tallahassee in Season 3. We're going to be talking about Episode 3, The Economist, and Episode 4, Eggtown, a Saeed and Kate episode, respectively. Eric, what's going on this week? What, what What's happening? Well, in uh, our third episode, we are looking at Saeed in the flash forwards as he's he's in Berlin and seemingly he is a he's in this. Well, I think first we see him uh, shoot a man on a golf course. Uh, Justified. And we, what? Justified. Yeah. <laughs> and so he he uh, is going around killing people. He's in Berlin. He says he's part of the Oceanic Six. And he uh, is trying to get close to this woman's employer, and he maybe falls in love with her, although she doesn't know anything about him. Uh, it turns out that she actually knows kind of what's going on, maybe, and uh, she shoots him before she can he can shoot her. Um, he ends up killing her, and uh, we find out, uh, you know, shortly after we see in the island scenes that uh, Saeed would uh, never work for Ben, even over his dead body. He's actually seemingly working for Ben um, and uh, is killing people off of a list or something based on what Ben gave him. Uh, meanwhile, on the island, um, we have Saeed kind of brokering a deal that if he can get um, Charlotte back to Frank and company, that he can join them to go to the freighter. Um, while, that, uh, while he goes and does that uh, with Miles, uh, he ends up just giving Miles to uh, Locke and company and getting Charlotte, uh, you know, kind of backstabbing Frank in a way or at least misleading him. Uh, but, you know, a deal's a deal. Um, we have some adventures with uh, our boy Daniel Faraday, who is asking someone from the freighter to launch a uh, projectile of sorts to come to the island. And uh, it doesn't arrive when it's supposed to, and instead uh, arrives like 30 minutes later, noticing that the times are like 31 minutes off on the projectile versus what he has on his watch. Um, other than that, uh, I'm trying to remember what else we have. We basically just have them go off in the helicopter, uh, and that's kind of it, uh, at least from what I remember from that episode. I'm sure there's more we'll talk about. Meanwhile, in uh, Forget It Jack, it's Eggtown, we have, uh, <laughs> we have Locke uh, kind of navigating, uh, keeping multiple people prisoner, uh, operating something that is not a democracy. Uh, he prepares Ben the last two eggs, which I guess maybe gives the episode its name. Um, we uh, have Miles and Kate, Kate's trying to find Miles and trying to find out, I guess, maybe what he knows about her, which is kind of odd, um, and uh, makes a deal with Miles that if he can get just a minute with Ben, that he will tell her what they know. He tries to extort Ben uh, for $3.2 million um, and gives him a week in order to give it back. Um, when Locke finds out about this, is like a, you know, Sawyer is kind of 
worked with Kate to trick Locke. Uh, Locke banishes Kate. Um, and then Locke puts a seemingly live grenade in uh, Miles's mouth and tells him to bite down uh, or else it'll obviously be let go and then it'll uh, blow up. Uh, we have uh, been Kate deciding to return to uh, Jack and company um, after she spends the night with Sawyer, but seemingly does not sleep with him. Um, while that's happening, uh, every, all these survivors are trying to figure out, I guess, why they haven't heard back from the freighter. Um, and Charlotte and other, uh, Charlotte and Daniel, I think, help call on the satellite phone to make sure that the helicopter has arrived safely. And they're kind of like, what do you mean the helicopter hasn't arrived? So everybody's kind of freaked out about that. And meanwhile, on our flash forwards, uh, we have um, Kate being put on trial for all the crimes that she committed before she uh, went on the plane. Um, we learn that the story that they have seemingly told is that only eight people survived the crash and that two died, leading to the uh, Oceanic Six surviving, and that Kate was responsible for all of this, uh, at least per what Jack says on the stand. Uh, her mother is going to be the lead testifier, but uh, wants to make a deal that she wants to see her grandson because we find out Kate has a child. Uh, and Kate kind of refuses to do this, but ultimately uh, her mom decides not to testify, which then leads them to do a plea deal. And Kate seemingly gets off the hook for uh, crimes that would have led her to life in prison, leading to only 10 years of probation. She has to stay in the state. We are kind of led to believe that maybe Jack is the father of the baby with the conversation that happens. And lo and behold, we see Kate uh, going to meet up with her kid and it's Aaron, uh, Claire's right. baby. So we know five of the Oceanic Six, uh, Saeed, Aaron, Kate, uh, Jack, and Hurley. We don't know who the sixth one is. Daniel, what were your thoughts on these episodes? So let's see. I think episode three, the flashbacks except maybe the ending, or the flash forwards except maybe the ending where it's revealed Saeed is uh, working as basically the Zeths to Ben Teravangian, <laughs> which is a reference you 100% don't get, but one of right. our two listeners will. I think that's kind of an interesting development, one that Ben is apparently not dead yet at this point, as I had hypothesized mm-hmm. in the season three finale. Right. And two, that seems like he's kind of continuously working against these people who are continuously working against him, even after they have both gotten off the island. I think that's all very interesting and fun. The stuff on the island in episode three, I think, is overall more interesting. I very much enjoy just Saeed trading Miles for Sh- for Charlotte, not Shannon. Those two look way too similar. It's a little bit unnerving. <laughs> and when he gets back, Frank's just like, yeah, that's actually fine. That guy was kind of a pain in the ass. I don't care. Right. And then episode four, there are some good, really good moments here, kind of like, hey, what's the deal with the freighter? And then when they call and they're like, yeah, they, no one's gotten back yet. There's some other little moments on the island. Like, I, I think the moment where Locke puts the grenade in Miles' mouth is buck wild. But at the end of the day, forget it, Eric. It's a Kate episode. <laughs> so, yeah, I I think that both of these episodes are, are fine. Like, I don't have major issues with them. Um, they do feel a little bit uh, running in plate-ish to a degree. Um, we get some fun nuggets, right? Like, 
I, I just remembered as as I mentioned the Daniel Faraday stuff that we also have the moment where like Charlotte is testing him with respect to the cards and like that he can only remember two of the three and she says that's progress and he's like what do you mean that's like I only remember two cards we have a like Daniel Faraday is doing a lot of weird stuff in these two episodes that I very much am digging like the missile thing is fantastic with Frank basically being like I don't know what he does <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even gonna act like I understand it and it's, you know, raising a lot of questions that seemingly we have gotten, like, hints or nuggets at that, like, this island just has a lot of weird temporal shit that it's doing. Uh, and, like, with respect to leaving the island or trying to get off the island or whatever, um, we've seen a lot of, or, like, heard at least a lot of interesting nuggets about those things that is being alluded to there. So I'm, like, I'm digging those. I think the Miles stuff is um, pretty underwhelming. And actually, like, I think it's it kind of sucks with respect to the fact that like we've gotten a lot of interesting supernatural stuff with miles and then he's kind of just being what seems like just a like a greedy dick for most of these episodes or at least like the episode four in particular so i don't like it's fine i'm like i'm I'm, i'll be interested to see if that like develops further but like i'm not loving it per se um i think ben is like chewing a ton of scenery in episode four and i love him in episode four like he's i think the highlight <laughs> but the moment yeah, where the, he's like 3.2 million why not 3.3 yeah. <laughs> like, so good. <laughs> right that and like just the constant delivery of like or when he's just like you know in my current situation three days is kind of a little different like what it's like he just like is he's being so sassy in these episodes and like he knows he's not in control but is still trying to control it like the thing that when Locke immediately recognizes what he does, but then still gets pissed and throws the shit at the wall. Um, that's fun. I think the Kate flashbacks for me are actually, I think, stronger than the Saeed ones, just because I think that outside of that final moment with Saeed, I don't feel like there's a ton to work with um, with respect to their relationship. Like, as we kind of note, or as she notes, right? We, like, she knows nothing about Saeed, so we don't really have any understanding of why they seemingly are like falling in love outside of maybe they're just having really good sex <laughs> like so it's that for me is like i i don't know i i think that there's there's not anything particularly bad um it just feels a little thin for lost yeah i think I that's know. a fair assessment yeah it feels a little bit table setty at times although still very solid and very watchable <laughs> Right, that's the thing. It's still eminently watchable, and like, even though these aren't, I think, as strong as the first two episodes of the season, like, there's still things that they're doing really well, and like, I am intrigued, right? Like, we're obviously intrigued by like, what's going on with the freighter, like, or what's going on with the helicopter. We have not seen since we saw them flying off into the sunset. Effectively, we have not seen like them in any capacity or heard from them since the end of episode three, which I think is interesting. Um, yeah, I guess what else? What else stuck out to you from these episodes? Uh, so I I did it. I did it. Say it, but when uh, Kate and Claire were f- folding laundry or whatever, I did have the thought Kate's gonna snatch that baby. So I did somehow call that. That's impressive. Um, so I mean, like, yeah. So were you shocked that it was Aaron at the end, or no? Well, I don't think Evangeline's Lily's line reading at the ver- at the end is very good because my fiance thought she said. Hello, Ern. And I thought she said Eric. <laughs> so I was like, oh, wait, no, she said Aaron. So I, I think her enunciation could have done a little worse. So no, I, I guess I wasn't technically shocked. I guess I mean, I'm wondering if Jack knows that that's his nephew. <laughs> right. Holy shit. I didn't even process that. I, I don't know why I never understood that that's like, yeah, that's their connection. <laughs> no, that that makes a lot of sense. I mean, 
it is a layer of kind of dramatic irony now where we're like, okay, uh, what happened? Did Kate steal the baby to gain sympathy in her trial when she gets home? Did she, did Claire die? Did Claire give up the baby because she has to stay for some reason? Right. And asks a lot of questions, none of which I'm honestly particularly interested in, if I'm being right. completely honest, but hey, it's something. I think it's interesting because of, like, for me, the... The reason the flashbacks in episode four work is they're just giving us more lore, I think. And the trials, like the, the way in which Kate is being spun, I, I think that the way that everybody around Kate is acting is much more interesting, which is generally the case for any Kate flashback or anything. But I think like, I think the fact that like they're telling this narrative that only eight people survived the crash and then six left the island. Now I'm very interested who are the two that died? <laughs> Who is the remaining? Like, you would presume right now, based on the fact that Aaron is being taken care of by Kate, maybe Claire is the one that, like, or, like, I, maybe they have passed it off as Kate having Aaron as a child. Like, there's, we just don't, like, maybe she, they're saying that she gave birth on the island. We, we have no idea. We have no understanding of, I guess, like, where any of those things are placed. Like, for me, that part's interesting puzzle-wise. Um, you know, we're getting, like, that kind of, intermediate space of like where we saw Jack and Kate at the end of season three in that flash forward versus where they are now. I think that that stuff is like, okay, it's fine. Like it's again, like this like love triangle-ish thingy that like we get more of in episode four. Yeah, episode four with Kate um, and Sawyer. So like, again, it's I think it's because of the fact that there's like a lot of these things that I'm not crazy about that these episodes are like, they're not bad by any stretch, but I want more. I, I want to move. I, I want to like keep watching. I want the next set of episodes. Like I want to see if like these have set up the pieces for us to like really dig into episodes next. Regardless, these are kind of much more plot heavy episodes, even though kind of like you said, not a ton happens plot wise. They're not too character centric. And kind of the downfall of that, particularly with the shortened season, is we haven't got a lot for Sun and Jin to do so far in these episodes, for Sawyer to do in these episodes, for da for Juliet to do in these episodes. So it's kind of like, well, we don't get those kind of like relieves if there's certain kind of, if there's certain plots that maybe aren't working well, like if the A plot and the flashbacks aren't great, maybe there's a good B plot. I f feels like we don't get a ton of that in these two episodes, for better or worse. Right. The the stuff kind of like what's going on with the freighter and what's going on with Mr. Faraday, those feel kind of more like C-plots because it's so, so little. But maybe I'm just crazy. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that all makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I I wish that we were getting... Like, the thing, the thing that kind of is frustrating is that we're getting stuff with people from the freighter and, like, like or the thing is like we're not getting a lot of stuff from um all of those surrounding characters but even the stuff we're getting from the people from the freighter is like charlotte's basically given nothing to do in these two episodes right like can you think of any notable thing that she does no nah, because i mean she's uses a hostage negotiation and then she disappears in the helicopter <laughs> right like i think like it's just one of those that i i, I wish that we were getting more of like because we're not getting a ton of moments with our island people. Like, we get, you know, Hurley. Hurley has a few very good lines of being, like, Scooby-Doo and all this stuff. But, like, there's, like, there's like decent moments. I just, I, man, I'm, like, I'm really racking my brain for, like, moments that I want to discuss. And, like, <laughs> is it weird that I'm struggling to find ones? Um, uh, I, I don't think so. Okay. 
So let's go to segments. <laughs> let's go to segments. We're gonna we're going a lot shorter than our last episode. Yeah, that's we, for we sure. We blew our wad last time, and now we need to normalize. <laughs> <laughs> um. So why don't we go to your conspiracy corner? Okay, I guess kind of a minor one that just kind of came to me as we're talking here that I don't think I would like if it actually ends up being the case. But I wonder if maybe part of this, it, kind of like this narrative you're talking about of like, oh, there were eight survivors and six of us lived, two of them died. I wonder if it's kind of like an it scenario where like they kind of like generally genuinely believe that for some reason due to either psychological torture or magic okay. or something and then at some point they slowly realize like oh no wait there's like all this other shit that happened on the island and we have to go back <laughs> okay i don't that's... think i would necessarily like that but that's i don't think i can fully discount the possibility that's that is actually very interesting uh that that's that that's where you took that um that's fun okay so you said that's your minor one did you have another one or no Oh, I feel like I did, but it's gone. It's disappeared into the ether. <laughs> okay, I mean that's still a good because that, that's a that's a good main one. That that definitely works as a big boy one. It does. The, the other one will come back next week, and I'll get to it. Yeah. Um, do you want to take us to somehow Palpatine has returned? I do, Eric. I don't have a ton for you this week. Low remains the number one song in the United States of America, and that's about it, my dude. Okay, that's totally fair. Um. Well, let's go to winners and losers. Okay, winners in this episode. Um, I mean, Jesus. I guess in the flash forwards, Kate doesn't go to prison forever. <laughs> I guess, yeah, that is true. Um, Jesus, dude, outside of that, though, is anybody a winner? Um, like, I don't think so, right? Definitely not Miles, as he may or may not have a live grenade in his mouth and he <laughs> hasn't gotten his $3.2 million. Okay, well, uh, also, wait, do you think it's a live grenade? I, that can be a minor conspiracy. I, th- I do think it is. I think he's just think... crazy enough to do something like that. You think Locke has really gone off the deep end on that front? Like, that's, that's pretty unhinged for him, uh, right? If it is a live grenade? It might be. It might not. I've played nine nine nine. I know how this can go. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, losers. I would say, uh, based on what we what we saw in the flash forwards as well, I have to assume Claire is a probable loser, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the fact that Aaron is in Kate's hands means that she either stole him, or something bad happened to Claire, or she had to stay behind, or something. Um, I don't know. Maybe she's a maybe she's a winner. She doesn't have to take care of a baby anymore. <laughs> a winner is Kate's lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. I just have to. I found Kate particularly unlikable in episode four. <laughs> I normally don't find her like unlikable as a character. I might not find her interesting, but when her lawyer's like, "Hey, Kate, you have confessed, and uh, we could do this, this, or this to maybe uh, help get you out," she's like, "No, figure something out." And he's just like, "Wow," I'm like, right. Dude, "What are you doing?" Also, that like, so I yeah. Once again, like I, the more I think about it, like I, there there are some things that I actually don't like. One of the moments that I don't like in particular is. Kate's scene with her mom, the fact that her mom literally is like, I will not, I will not testify against you. And therefore they have no case because you are like, I, you confessed the crime to me. And like, outside of that, they're going to use the optics of like her being a survivor, whatever, all these things. And like, literally she just has to show Aaron to her. Like she, and 
Aaron's not your kid, Kate. Like, <laughs> like, just show your mom this baby and like, or like have them like spend a minute together. He's not going to remember. He doesn't seemingly remember Claire. Like, you know, like based on like, what are you doing? Like, and you can get out of your jail sentence. And like, she's so like tunnel visioned that like, she's just like, I need to have my, I, I don't care if I go to jail for like 15 years or whatever. Like, I will not show you this child for a minute. It's stupid. Like, it, it's, it's one of those things that like, I, if that's her defining characteristic, if this is like how she behaves, is that like she doesn't trust her mom anymore or whatever. It's just, it's dumb. Like, it's really frustrating. That It's that moment in the moment, as you mentioned, when she talks with her lawyer, that it's just like, what are you doing? Like, what it, what it, what is your whole thing right now? I do also think kind of like her whole plan of like getting Miles to tell her what they know right. about her is kind of like Ludie too. That's like, Kate, if... <laughs> Even if they don't know who you are now, you think you're gonna be rescued from uh, <laughs> you're gonna be rescued from an island, and you're just gonna get off, and people are gonna be like, "All right, we'll see you later." No, <laughs> like it doesn't matter. You should know that. Yeah, it's yeah, and yeah. The more that I actually am thinking about it, I don't like I don't like that. I just don't like the fact that that's the dramatic. Like when when she says that that's the reason why, like I'll let you go if you tell me this. It just doesn't it doesn't have dramatic heft, you know, because we've already encountered this type of stuff of like her not wanting people to find out who she is. So the fact that we're just recycling that like process again is, is annoying. It doesn't make any sense. Ugh. Okay. Well, okay. Where else do we want to go, Eric? I don't know. Um, do we have any other segments we want to throw at the wall? Throw at the wall and see what sticks. I... I think maybe next time... We might have I might have an idea for a segment, and the only reason I'm saying that is because I know I know what episode is coming up for us. <laughs> okay, so uh, I said that we may have been at the end of my knowledge of Lost. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen in the next episode, but I think I have heard the title of this episode before, and I'm thinking it's for good reason. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's without uh, spoilers to say that this episode is widely discussed as one of, if not the best episode of the series. <laughs> So you have that to look forward to. Oh boy, I know whose I know whose episode it is. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> wonderful hair. Okay. Th yep. That's something that I liked. Uh speaking of very good hair, Saeed's hair in the flash forwards oh. is wonderful. Oh, I I was literally pointing that out every single time we saw him. I'm like, <laughs> God, his hair is beautiful. Like it's it's just it's the way that it's I can't remember if he's like parting it down the middle or what, but it's oh my god, it's just it's so magnetic. I'm like, I get it, woman. I would be crumbling into into sheets as well. Like <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, and it's funny because uh also like Kate wearing like lip gloss and everything is so jarring and like strange to see him see her all like made up that it just it, it oddly like it doesn't really work <laughs> it makes her it makes her look like she's like she went to a mortician's office and like they put makeup on her it's i'm so used to <laughs> i'm so used to seeing her with like no quote no makeup on that it's just really jarring in the same way that like site once you see saeed with his beautiful hair you're like i don't want this any other way but eric what, what's the significance that like basically all of our male survivors except our two warring leaders have luscious heads of hair and then jack and locke are both bald <laughs> wait, wait you're, you're calling jack bald <laughs> his head is shaved <laughs> but he's not bald <laughs> you know what i mean 
mean? I guess I know what you mean. I think it is interesting that, yeah, uh, they have not elected. Honestly, if they if they would have elected Said and Desmond as their leaders and just had them fight, like, with razors in their hands, like, I think that that would have been really satisfying to see who can shave the other person's head <laughs> and declare victory. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we've gone off the rails enough. This is the time when we normally leave. <laughs> yep. Alrighty. Well, I think we're going to have more to talk about next time, but we certainly talked enough last time. So this is our, this is our lost episode, kind of like when Mr. Vince Masuka found the autoerotic mummification. We're just kind of like, well, that was certainly strange. Anyway, this is a podcast about lost. We'll see if Miles unbit the grenade next time. Until then, I'm Daniel. And I'm Eric. Goodbye, y'all. Bye.